welcome, welcome for another episode of In the Damn Way, Life, Love, Everything in, in, in Between. I am your host and your creator, um, Brandy Alexander. And today, since we were talking about creating boundaries, I decided that I would let you guys into my boundary room, which is my war room um, that I have created in my home. So I thought that I would report to you guys live. <laughs> well, I'm not reporting. I'm not the news, but I did decide that we would do this, this show um, from here. I wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to not really go outside today. So here I am um, coming to you. If you can see me and you can hear me, let me know. If you can't, let me know. And I will do my best to um, get everything where it needs to be. But I promise you, I have been through all types of hell again. Um, for another week, uh, trying to make sure that everything is um, good for you guys. So I wanted to go back for a minute um, and talk about why I named this show In the Damn Way. Um, and I have to say that I have been in a damn way. People have been in a damn way. But the one thing that resonated with me is how God would view what I've done when it relate as it relates to what he has called me to do. And I will have to say that if he were here and he were a man and, you know, he could tell me and he probably has told me in his own way, he would say, Brandy, you are in the damn way. So I have decided that I am going to get out of his way. And I am going to let him take me upon a journey that is very unfamiliar, but familiar um, in a sense that it needs to happen. Um, too many times we go around and we hold on to a lot of resentment, a lot of pain, and we don't know how to get rid of it um, or get through it. I'm sorry, let me take that out. Um, get through it healthy. Um, because we're so used to suppressing. So my goal is to stop the suppression, stop all of the, um, stop all of the uh, saying it's okay, I'm over it, I'm over it, I'm over it, and we're going to deal with it. So um, again, I do have something in store for you guys later, another project that I'm working on that I can't wait to unveil, unveil that talks more about being in the damn way um and right now I can't share that with you guys per my um person who is overseeing everything that I do in a very positive manner so I want to make sure that I am obedient again to what I'm supposed to be doing and not doing things out of turn so we'll talk about that later but um today I like I said I wanted to talk about creating boundaries and I don't know if you guys remember last week me telling you I'm going to open up this. So I'm not looking at myself and I can see what you guys. So anyway, as, it, as we go back to creating boundaries. Um, as we talk about finding yourself, finding you, it is very necessary that you create boundaries, right? Because everybody wants to have a position of, uh, say, a part in your healing process, your healing journey. Um, things want to, for lack of better words, dictate 
that's that's the best word. Things want to dictate, people want to dictate how your um future comes about. And I'm here to say it's not gonna happen. Um for 41, it'll be 42 years and another week and a half. Whoop, whoop to all my cancers out there. Um, but I have allowed different circumstances, different people to dictate how I feel. Um, not only how I feel, but how I um, respond and um, how I move. So that stops now. Um, and it's going to be difficult because you're used to being validated by certain people, by certain things in life. But I'm here to tell you, and I've, I've learned from uh, reading other people's posts as well, is that if you put more faith in yourself if you if you put more energy into what you want it'll come out the way you want it to you giving it to someone else to say yay or nay um, unless they're going to fund it unless they are the ones who are giving you all the necessary tools that you need why does it matter why does it matter what they think um and and I understand that you know people um you know, can make or break something if you're dealing with the people. But at the end of the day, can they really? Like if God has sent you on a mission, can they really break what you're um, trying to do? I, I put a post on Facebook not too long ago that, and I said that I would rather have a million people, no, I'm sorry, one person, that agrees and follows with what I'm doing than a million people that spectate. Meaning you have a million people that have a million different opinions about what you're doing. None of them are helping you do it. None of them are funding what you're doing. None of them hardly, well, I'm not gonna say none of them, but some of, most of them don't even show up to actually support you. So again, why is their opinion so big in your life, in what you're doing. So today we're going to talk about creating those boundaries. Um, the first thing that came, came to my mind is understanding who or what is keeping you from developing who you are as an individual. And when I say that, as a, as a crab by Zodiac, um, I use that analogy in that people are like crabs in a bucket. They pull you down, pull you down. As you get further up, they want to pull you back down to their level. But at the end of the day, I, I, I refuse to allow you to hold me back any further from what it is I am being called to do, that I want to do. Um, a lot of it, some of it may not even be what I'm called to do, but if you're, if I'm trying to get peace, I want my peace. I'm not going to let you stop me from having my peace. Um, my dad uh, was a, and I love him dearly, don't get me wrong, but my dad literally called me every single day, every single day, um, several times a day. Um, and I would stop everything that I was doing to have a conversation. My dad also supported me. So I felt obligated to give him that time. But what I should have been doing, which probably would have kept me from a lot of stress that I dealt with with him, with him was created some type of boundary. Okay, you can only talk to me from seven to eight in the morning. 
and I'll talk to you maybe again five to six in the afternoon just so that I collected my piece I did what I needed to do for the day um, I fulfilled everything that I wanted before I gave so much of me away. So I can't get upset, even though I would get upset and sometimes um, block him just so I wouldn't have to um, speak to him um, when had I just been open and honest with myself and with him and said, hey, look, this is what you get from me and let that be what it is. And it doesn't matter that it's parents. I mean, they're people. The only person I feel as though should have complete and utter, um, a complete and utter place in your life all day, 24 hours out of the day is your creator. Whomever you believe in, whomever you report to, whomever you say has given you life should be the only person that gets your 24-7 undivided attention. But we don't give him or them or they or who, however you correlate to whom that person is but we don't give that that much attention we give it so much less and so then our peace is interrupted and then when it's interrupted we get upset and then when we get upset we uh go into depression when we go into depression then now we on some medication that we really didn't need only if we have been open and honest with the people who we gave so much of ourselves away so again I say people are like crabs in a bucket and they're continuously trying to keep you with them because they do not want to see you grow. A lot of people will say, no, 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 but I do want to see you grow. Okay. So why do you feel like having three hour conversations every day are conducive to my growth? We're not talking about how to make money. We're not talking about ideas. We just talking three hours every single day. How do you feel like that's conducive, conducive to your growth? Again, we back to that word conducive, right? Um, again, as you process, as you process your healing, ooh, sorry, y'all. as you process your healing and you overcome parts of your past, you have to place boundaries in order for you to allow things um, and how you allow things from your past to pay, play a part in your uh, present life. Um, and that's a, that's another little token you can take with you. So um again, I was abused. We talked about that last week. Um I don't want to keep telling people I was abused. I was abused. I was abused. That's like a broken record. I'm healed from that. I'm a survivor of abuse. I'm not abused anymore. What I won't take is your actions that disrespect me. And I don't have to tell you that I'm abused. So if I won't take disrespect, if I won't take um, you yelling at me, if I won't take you making me feel less than I have to create that boundary and saying that that's your way of communicating, then I have to cut you off. Your toxic behavior, I have to cut you off. Because that toxic behavior behavior is what led to me being abused. And so I'm not willing to continue to take that with me and say that I'm healing from my past. No, what I'm doing is continuously living in my past because I'm allowing you to keep re-traumatizing the things that I've said I've been healed from. God has said I've been healed from. 
I'm gonna stop right there for a moment and see if you guys have any questions um, about what I've said so far, whether you agree, disagree, um, let me know. If not, we can keep going if you guys are following. Um, Cause I know sometimes when I'm having a conversation, it's hard to have a conversation with yourself or with people you can't see, but um, no questions. Okay, cool. All right. So let's get back to it. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, and my pastor was um, very nice in giving me this tidbit of information. She said, you have to teach people how to treat you. People don't understand that. People think that you wake up in the morning and just because you yelled at me yesterday, you can yell at me today. Absolutely not. If I've grown between the time I went to bed and the, and the time I got up, because you can't tell me when I can grow. But what I can tell you is that what you did yesterday, you will not continue to do. Not while I'm in my healing journey. I'm sorry. Now, while I was broken, while I was abused, while I was whatever I was before, you could have done that and constantly done that. And I would have been okay with it. I would have chalked it up because you would have said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Like, I can't tell you how many times my ex-husband cheated and told me he wasn't going to do it again. Or put his hands on me or cuss me out. Let me say that. And he did it again. We're talking about years of behavior well, where you're, you'll do it, you'll say you're sorry, and you'll do it again. Well, I guess that's when I can call myself crazy. Because the, definition, the definition of crazy, they say, is to do the same thing expecting a different outcome. So I did the same thing by taking him back every single time, expecting for him to change. But the person who needed to change was me. I needed to change how I viewed myself so that once I viewed myself as worthy, once I viewed myself as blessed, once I viewed myself as strong, once I viewed myself as any and every single word that he did not use to identify me, is when I can stand there and say, I'm done. That's the last time. And when I done that was when I got my divorce. And when I showed him that was when he was released from prison. What you will not do is talk to me in that tone. What you will not do is handle me in that way. What you will not do is think that the behavior that you showed me from the time we got together to the time we were divorced, that behavior, you will not be able to continue that. I can tell you this, he has more respect for me than ever because I'm writing my own story. He doesn't get to write that for me. My mom doesn't get to write that for me. My father doesn't get to write that for me. My sister, my children, Anybody, any friend, any foe that has been through my life does not get to write that for me. So now what I am doing is I'm creating boundaries. As I create boundaries, I'm going to teach every person who has been in my life, who continues to be in my, my life and who wants to stay in my life, 
how you're going to treat me. They may not like it. And that's okay. You don't have to like it, but then you don't have to be in my presence either. So, and I'm not sitting here trying to say, you know, oh, I'm better than, I'm not better than, I'm better than I was yesterday. I'm better than I was two years ago. So in order for me to live in my better than, I'm not claiming to be better than anybody else. I'm different than anybody else. So if I'm different, then I have to act different. I have to walk different. I have to talk different. So in order for me to do that, I have to tell you, okay, this is what I'm going to accept. This is what I'm not. And this time, when I say I'm not going to accept it and you continue to do it, that's when I'm going to say, mm, you know what? It's been real, but I'm going to have to exit stage left. I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm not going to send you a very long text message. I'm not going to even explain because I'm going to give you the rules up front. So if I give you the rules up front and you don't follow the rules or you disobey or you whatever you want to call it, I, I'm at the point where, that, hey, you on your own on that one. But if it does not align into in what in the person that I'm becoming, the person that I am, the person that I'm going to be, the way that I'm going to live my life, the way that I'm going to carry out my mission and vision throughout life then I have to say goodbye. And I have to be okay with saying goodbye. That's the problem, y'all. We do not want to say goodbye for fear that whatever that person was pouring, and when I say pouring, it could have been toxic behavior. It could have been good behavior. It could have been one good action out of the 20,000 bad actions. But that one good action, we're not going to give it up. Scare somebody else, not going to pour into us. But if we actually teach them how to treat us, it'll be 20,000 good actions and one bad action. That bad one was the day before we told them how to treat us. I don't know if y'all feeling me, but I asked God to make sure he showed up in this room and I'm feeling everything I'm saying. Like I could be wrong. It's two left shoes in your book, but in my book, what I'm saying is gold. So I hope y'all receiving it. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Um, and if you don't, then I'm sorry, but this is, this is where I, what I'm feeling right now. So, um, also, I had to have a real conversation with myself and understand that I had to create boundaries within my family. Now you have some families out there that they are 10 toes down with their family and that's great. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. But I'm not 10 toes down with anybody outside of my my family that I created. That's me, DJ Davion DeMars. I'm 10 toes down for them all day, every day, and, and vice versa. Anything I need, anything I want, anything I desire, vice versa. If it's within a means, we're going to make sure we have it. My happiness is important to them. Their happiness is important to me. They're not going to do things that bring me sorrow unless it's justified. 
justified meaning someone hurt them and I and I came in on that end and you know I came in while they were going through it and they lashed out at me inappropriately but I guarantee you one thing as my sister say one thing for certain two things for sure (laughs) two things for sure they're gonna come back and apologize but there were some people in my family where the apologies were not were not real in my book. It was, oh, I'm sorry. And again, remember, go back to that abuse, uh, that abusive behavior, right? That abusive relationship that I was in where my ex-husband was constantly cheating and apologizing at the same time. Oh, I'm sorry. That I'm sorry started to sound like wah, 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 wah. You ever seen Charlie Brown? Wah, 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 wah. I'm sorry, I'm not that old. I, I am that old to have watched Charlie Brown, but I did not watch it. But I have seen clips where, you know, it was wah, 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 wah. That's all I heard. Wah, 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 wah. I got tired of hearing it. My ears started to bleed. Figurative, figuratively, however, whatever. They weren't literally bleeding, but in a sense, that's what they felt like. And I was like, I am so tired of hearing, I'm sorry, when you could just not do it. Like, what is wrong with you not doing what it is that is causing me pain? Why do you think that telling me You support me, but making what I'm doing about you, why do you feel like that's supporting me? Why why do you feel like I have to show up and be a hundred thousand percent for you and you get to show up and be negative a hundred thousand percent for me? How does that work? It doesn't, it doesn't. And all it did was created resentment um, towards them and me. And so I had to learn that I have to create boundaries. In order for me to get there though, in order for me to heal from what you've already done, now I have to cut you off. Now I have to live on an island all by myself because the hurt and pain that you have poured into me is so deep. I have to get it out. I have to get it out. And I have to say, okay, I have to go back all the way to the core, right? I have to go back all the way to the beginning and say, at one time, you actually did love me unconditionally. Now it's conditional, but at one time it wasn't conditional. You showed me the love that you were supposed to show me. Um, So where did we go wrong? But I'm not in that place yet. So until I get in that place, I get to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm good. I'm not being mean. I'm not being disrespectful. And I know the Bible says, you know, honor thy parent. And I am honoring my parent by not 
talking to my parents by not dealing with my parents because the way my life is set up right now and the way my mental is set up right now, I would rather not speak to anyone than speak out of turn. I would rather work on me. So I created that boundary so that you don't get me lashing out and I no longer have to hear you say, wah, wah, wah. Because you have to learn that you can, I can, you can, we can live without one another. But is what I'm bringing to your life good enough to where you can see where you went wrong and actually start to change? And if you're not, then we can continue not speaking. I mean, I guess we can put a period at the end of that one. <clears throat> um, so I came up with two ways, um, well, a couple ways, I'm sorry, where you can find out that, or you can create those boundaries with family. And I know I gave you my whole spiel, but let me go back to the actual information that I put in place for you guys, for some of you who may not be dealing with what I've dealt with. Um, so, um, hold on, let me see. We have a question here, I think. Talitha said, good talk. Yes, thank you. Um, <clears throat> so a couple of ways. Let me let me get a, a sip of juice here. My throat is a little dry, so hold on a sec. So, um, how do you create boundaries? within your family. First, you must be able to decipher what is trauma and what are lessons. True story. Um, there was one time I had to pawn my kids. We, yeah, that was, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, they're adults. None of them really play games. And the game that they have now, uh, my youngest son, who he, yeah, he's into games, but the other two don't play games at all, is way better than the Wii. But they still bring that up to me today. Not in the sense of, oh my God, you traumatized us by selling the Wii, but um jokingly but what I hope they learned from me and it's not like I took it like a thief in the night right I actually had them sit set them down we had a whole conversation look guys I'm broke I ain't got no money we gotta eat I need gas something has to go I won't take the tv but I'm gonna take this we over here to the pawn shop okay everybody was in agreement. now my part where I did not um 
stick with my part of the agreement was I was supposed to go back and get it. That didn't happen. But <laughs> now I hope that what they learn from that is that financially put yourself in a better place so that you don't even have to worry about pawning the TV um, or the Wii or the PlayStation, whatever, but that, you know, finances is very important. Now, I hope that's what they learn. Okay. On the other end, my mom used to make me clean up. Like I was probably the only person at 12 years old who could defrost the entire refrigerator, clean the house from top to bottom no no shade no nothing like this was real talk um and so I was trying to figure out how is this keep learning me a lesson I missed the bus get me a ride take me to school because that's where I want to be I don't want to be here cleaning up <laughs> and I know that that's probably um you know very too much two very different ends of the spectrum but I'm just saying what I what I learned, excuse me, what I learned from that was absolutely nothing. I ain't take anything with me. I did take how to clean up a house, but other than that, I could have done that on a Saturday with some music playing. I did not need to miss the bus in order to do that. Um, it did make me get up and, and catch, you know, make sure I caught the bus, but mistakes happen. And so don't punish me for a mistake. Now, if I just skip school and you caught me walking down the street I can understand so we have to decipher from what what is trauma and what are lessons so that to me made me resent her in a way because I didn't understand why no one else was being taught that lesson but me now if we were all made to do that then it probably would have been a lesson it wasn't a lesson when you're the only one that's the victim of it. Um, so we we have to, like I said, understand it, that everything is not traumatic. Some things are lessons learned. And um we just when when we when we're talking about creating boundaries, we have to understand which which part of that past is do we need to create a boundary from and when what do we need to to learn from? Me cleaning up and being resentful. I need to create a boundary because that only it only started more and more and more um, actions toward me that I felt were wrongdoing. But in any case, I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. The second thing I came up with was being okay with your family being without you. So many times we want to put ourselves in places where we do not belong. We want to put ourselves in spaces we do not belong. We want to put ourselves in situations we do not belong for fear of someone falling, someone failing, someone, you know, not getting what they need. And that's not necessarily your place. Some things God wants to do himself. And if you're in the damn way, right? causing more problems because now not only does he have to fix the situation with that person by learning them a lesson now he has to fix your heart because whatever it was 
they probably did not adhere to what you were trying to tell them. They probably didn't learn from it. They probably didn't do it correctly. And so now you've spent your time, your money, your whatever, trying to give them what they need when all you needed to do was get out of the damn way and let God handle it. So again, just know that your family can and will go on without you. You are not the glue that's holding it all together. Matter of fact, you are in the damn way because that same growth that you have, that same um, um, level of um, growth, I don't know if I said that, that, yeah, I did say growth, but that same level of um, leadership, strength, all of those great characteristics that make you up could have made them up have you not been putting, instead of putting a pacifier in their mouth trying to fix it in a damn way um the third thing except that your family lines and bonds may need to be redrawn for my family these are the lines everybody's everywhere nobody has any kind of lane everybody's in everybody's lane and it causes full live chaos 24-7. We have to redraw those lines. We have to put everybody in a lane so that we can all reach the end, which is healthy relationships. It is healthy living. It is financial freedom. It is everything that God has promised for us, it is everything at the end, but we can't do that if we're all, all over the place. Everybody trying to lead. Nobody's trying to follow. Everybody voice, everybody wants their voice to be heard, but nobody wants to listen. It's, it's, it's a problem. It's a problem within families. And so we have to understand that sometimes those lines and those bonds, they have to be redrawn. They have to be rewritten. Because another thing is that the past has already crushed the bond by whatever hurt and pain that one individual was feeling about another or they were feeling about themselves and so they took it out on another it's been crushed. And so now we're operating in a space of hurt. We're operating in a space of pain. Our relationship is no longer love. It's based off of what can you do for me? Oh, you can't do nothing for me? Oh, okay. Well, I have nothing else left for you. And you don't love me and you don't, you know, you're not here for me. I have heard that so many times. It is sickening. Just because I don't get up out of my bed and run to you every time you call my phone does not mean that I do not love you. I'm trying to redraw my line. Because somebody in my family told me that I am what they call the matriarch of the family. Everybody comes to me. Well, no, I don't accept that. I didn't ask for that. Don't give me that. Don't put that on me. I have my own family that I have to turn into adults. I have done my part in this family by being the so so called you know good person, not getting in too much trouble. Not to say that I get, didn't get into any trouble, but not getting into too much trouble just so we don't 
tarnish the legacy. Too bad. All of us can't be bad. So I've done my part. I've, I've played my position. Now it's time for you to get it together. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to sacrifice my happiness any other day, not one other day. Let me say that. Not any other day, not one other day by making you happy. I'm not sacrificing my happiness. So those lines that we're crossing, those bonds that we've created out of pain, I'm no longer operating in that space. So you can operate over there by yourself. I don't know. The last thing um, I've come up with in creating boundaries is self-care. I did not learn that term um, and what it meant until this past year. Self-care, self-care, self-care. It's out there. Y'all, we don't do it enough. I know I don't. I will fill my day up with 90% of everybody else. 10% of sleep, nothing for myself. I'm not sitting and reading my word. I'm not sitting and just being, just meditating, just taking a walk, just doing this, just doing that. And because I'm not, there's weight gain, there's stress, there's high blood pressure, there's this, there's that. Why am I putting myself through that pain, pain and pressure? Is that really what the creator wanted for me? No, not at all. It's okay for me to lay in my bed all day if I want to. I told y'all I what didn't feel like going outside today. I could have, but I ain't want to. So if I don't want to, I can take me a shower. I can chill around my house. I can do what I need to do. I don't have to answer my phone. I don't have to be bothered. And that has to be okay for me. I have a whole foot um, thing where you, when you know, when you go get your feet done and they put your feet in the water. I have the whole kit my son bought me for Christmas last year. I ain't cracked the box. You want to know why? Because self-care does not enter my brain. Taking care of me does not enter my brain. I look for everybody else to take care of me. And when no one does it, I'm frustrated, I'm aggravated, I'm mad, I'm pissed off, I'm this, I'm that, I'm everything because no one is taking care of me. Well, you know what? It's time to take care of you yourself. That's who needs to take care of you. We don't get that concept. We don't get that when, when it comes down to us. We feel like we have to be, oh, I'm the oldest, so I got to be, you know, the more responsible. No, you don't. I'm the middle child, so I have to be. No, you don't. You really don't. What you were put on this earth to do is to love one another. I can love you, but that don't mean I have to give you 90% of my day. And then I can't sleep because your problem's in my head. 
I'm trying to figure out how you going to do this and how you going to do that. And so no longer, I'm no longer at peace with what I'm doing in my life. It's time you create those boundaries and let people know that, you know what, I'm sorry you're going through that. And I would really love to talk to you, but not right now. I would really love to help you with your problem, but that's not my area of expect expertise. So girl or guy, I, I you might need to go talk to somebody else about that. Or you know what? Here's the information to what you need. Here is the number. Here's the, you know, this is who I use when I had that problem. And so you can go over there, but I'm sorry, I don't have the time and the space to live where you're trying to take me. And that's okay. You've given them the resources. Just like someone may have given you resources, but I promise you they didn't grab you by the hand and take you to go do it. So why are we doing that for everyone else in our life? Why are we taking that time that we need to put on ourselves and giving it away? Why don't we understand the concept of self-care? I can tell you why. You're not going to like it, but I can tell you why. It's because somewhere along the line, somewhere along the line, somebody told you, you know what? You're needed. And you thought, oh, it's great to feel needed, right? Oh, my God, I love to feel needed. Like, I'm needed? Like, I have a purpose? I have a plan? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They needed you. They wanted you. They didn't even need you. They wanted you to do what it is that they did not want to do themselves. And you fell for it. And then after you got a feeling of that validation, that you're needed, okay? You took that. And now you, you got yourself a t-shirt. You got yourself a tattoo that says, I am needed. I am wanted. And that's the path you start walking down and you forget all about you. Then when you overweight, your blood pressure out the window, you know, you own this medication, you own that medication. Then you looking around talking about, well, what happened? You forgot about you, boo. I'm not forgetting about me no more. I promise you I'm not. I literally am not. I'm creating a whole new space and everybody's not going to get the invitation to be in it. Everybody's not gonna get the invitation. And just because you've been in my life for 20 plus years, that don't give you an automatic right into where I'm taking myself. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The last person on this earth that I vowed that I would make sure that was okay has just has died. So now that he's gone. It's time for me to start living. I should have been living before, but again, I was filling myself up with, because I have to do this. I have to do that. If I'm not doing this, I'm not the great daughter. I'm not this. I don't, yeah. I'm not living in that space anymore. If I'm not the great daughter, so what? If I don't get the best sister award, so what? If I don't get the best aunt award, I'm sorry. But I raised my kids. 
that's all I was put on this earth to do was raise my children. Those are those were my obligations. I done that. I done that well. And I have been accessible to people, which is what I'm supposed to do. I have been accessible, but being accessible does not mean you get to congest my day, my time with your foolishness. If you're not willing to do the same work that I did to get to where I am, then guess what? I have to be able to drop you off. I have to be okay with dropping you off. I have to create new boundaries. I have to say, okay, I can only deal with you on Saturdays at two o'clock because I know anything past that you are going to take me there and I don't want to go there. So I'm not dealing with you in that area and I got to be okay with that. Because from three to four, I'm going to put my feet in this thing and I'm going to soak my toes and I'm just going to sit there and read a book or I'm going to come in my war room and I'm going to have my waterfall back here going. I'm going to have my candles going. I'm going to read me a book and I'm just going to sit and be and be still for a minute and think about what I want or not think at all if I don't want to, but whatever I'm doing, it's about me. I think we have a question, let's see, or a comment. No, maybe not. Okay, well, I hope you guys understood where I was coming from when I talk about creating boundaries and teaching people that you are the most important person in your life. There's a creator, there's yourself, and then there's everything else after. If you don't start believing that, you're going to find yourself in a place of unhappiness because your happiness contingent upon what someone else thinks of you, how someone else validates you, how someone else sees you. And at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about you. It keeps saying that we have a question, but. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, are you, um, Oh, wait a minute. Let me, let me go back. So it looks like TC, <laughs> you have to not come to their knees then because they're going to keep thinking that that's what you were given. Exactly. That's what I mean. You have to, you have to create that boundary and you have to stay on it. And you have to say that, you know what, this is where I get off and you have to be okay with that. That's the problem. We're not okay with it. We always want to be in the damn way when we don't need to be. Nikki says, are you able to have boundaries in place and still communicate with those who are toxic or cause a shift in your peace? Not everyone is on a journey of healing or even acknowledge that they need healing or is causing pain in your life, or maybe they don't know how. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And um, I think that you can still be in a relationship after, after you finish your journey. Because if you're still in your journey and you're still trying to learn from your mistakes and you're still trying to put the pieces in place in order for you to be whole, 
if you're allowing people who are toxic or who have hurt, hurt you to still operate in that space, you're not healing. You're just going around in a circle. You're like a dog on a chain. You know, he'll run around in that circle, trying to get off, trying to get off, trying to get off, trying to get off, or expecting to, to, to just automatically be released. That's not the case. If someone does not come and release him, if you do not come and release yourself and actually heal and then come back and say, okay, now I can deal with you because I understand what type of toxic behavior you were giving me, what type of hurt you were giving me. And I, now I know how to deal with it. I know how not to take it personal because I know that you're not on your journey. And so you can't, you can't operate in the space that I'm in the mental space that I'm in or the healing space that I'm in because you're not there yet but I'm going to project nothing but positive energy on top of that. I am going to create a boundary for you. So I'm not going to give you that same amount of time you were able, I was able to give you before because it was draining me. Your, your behavior was draining me and sending me down a downward spiral. I'm not going there, but I will be able to give you from two 30 to two 45. And in that 15 minutes, you say whatever you need to say, you do whatever you need to do. But see, after 245 at 246, I got an exit stage left because I can't allow you to operate in too much of my healing space. Because then you're re, you're re, um, oh, I can't think of the word, but in, in, in other words, you're going right back to where you started from. Does that make sense? Um, we just have to know when. Again, I have completely taken myself away from any and everybody that I know. Not everybody was toxic. Some people were great. Some people were not. But in order for me to decipher who is what and look really look at myself and say what I want to deal with and what I don't, I had to take myself all the way out of the equation. Again, once I resurface, some people will hear from me. Some people, they won't. Some people have access to me. Some people won't. And I'm, I have to be okay with that because I know that I definitely don't want to go back to where I was and where I am or where I'm going feels so much better. So why do I want to re-traumatize myself just because you're not on a journey? Take the journey. And then we can operate in a healed space together. But if you're going to continuously be toxic, if you're going to continuously operate in hurt, if you're going to continuously interrupt my peace, if I can't operate with you in those 15 minutes that I'm allowing you, then I can't be with you at all because I'm not re-traumatizing myself just to appease you. I hope they answered your question, Nikki. They reopened that wound. Nikki said, I feel you. Like they reopened that wound. They do, and they will. And they'll pour salt in it. Um, or alcohol. Green. No, not green. Green is healing. White. They'll pour, pour white alcohol down into it. So, 
Um, again, I have enjoyed this conversation with you guys about creating boundaries. I hope that you have learned something. I hope that you um, give someone else the nuggets to operate in a space of healing, in a space of creating boundaries and understand that it's healthy to create boundaries, not saying you have to cut people off. I didn't say that. Now that's part of what I'm doing is cutting people off, but it doesn't mean that you have to cut people people off. You just have to know that you cannot operate in the same space and give them a, the same amount of time that you were giving them before. Um, especially um, once you consider yourself healed. For me, I'm not. And I hope that you don't either. So join me next week. Um, next week, we'll be, we'll be wrapping this series up and we will be talking about how to love you. I think that self-care is one of them, but I think that that's a big topic where um, that needs to be visited. And we talk about, you know, just loving you, being okay with you, because you're not going to be the same at the end of your healing journey. And you have to be okay with loving the new you. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to open up that wound and and hopefully heal from um, the past traumas of not loving on it loving us and um learn what that what that means and hopefully come out better for it um our next series that we're going to talk about is relationships um that's a big one so there are four great topics on relationships and I hope that you join us to talk about those as well again if you would like to be a guest on my show please go to my website www.therealbrandyalexander.com um under the contacts page you can fill out um, the message and then we'll fill out your contact information as well as in the message portion of it, put which show you would like to be on so that I can book you because there are um, some forms that I need to sign that you need to, or a form you need to sign that is a waiver. So, um, and then there's also some information that I give you um, as a, um, outline of how the show is ran and, and what I need from you in order to make the show successful. Um, so if you w- wouldn't mind, please doing that. Even if you've already told me that you want to be on the show, um, please uh, send me that form so that I can send you that information so that I keep track of everything that I need. Also, you can re-watch this on YouTube, um, The Real Brandy Alexander. Um, also, Apple Mute, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, um, Facebook will have a snippet of what happens, which will actually lead you back to um, the YouTube page and my uh, and my website in order to watch it. So thank you guys again for joining me. I hope to see you guys again next week. And just remember, it's not what you do, it's who you are. So if somebody try to make you live in what you used to do, you tell them, ha, I'm a whole new person. Y'all have a good week. Love you guys. <laughs>